Spotlights Report. I'm Tim Haslam. This week's issue features more senior spotlights, uh, an article about the PLL coming to Utah, and the IMLAX leagues resuming. Uh, I didn't have an interview this week, just with the Memorial Day holiday. I was actually building the playoffs for my kids, and so most of my time was spent doing that. But just wanted to reminisce in this uh, in this issue about the Memorial Day weekend and the Final Four and what that means to lacrosse fans. Obviously, it's a unique time as a country to look um, at those who have served our country, and and it kind of ties into the Memorial Day theme of, and military theme of the lacrosse world and the lacrosse community. Those are two tight-knit communities as well. And uh, I just remember talking to my kids about Memorial Day and what it means and uh, kind of reminiscing about my first NCAA championship that I saw. It was in the spring of 2000. Uh, you know, I was 15 first time I'd heard of the school Johns Hopkins um, but I remember watching the Final Four just being blown away and, and thinking how cool it was and obviously uh, in that year Syracuse went on to win uh, 13-7 over Princeton. Um, Josh Sims was on that Princeton team who who went on to have a, a highly decorated career. Uh, I had a chance to meet Josh Sims. He, he was a warrior rep um, and so when face-off lacrosse was around he came out and uh, talked to Adam, or, or I was coaching at Highland with Adam Grow, who also worked at Face Off Lacrosse. And so Josh Sims came to Face Off one day, and and they were talking, and Adam said, well, "What are you doing tonight?" And he said, "Nothing." He said, "Well, you want to come to practice?" And so I remember showing up, and uh, Josh Sims was there, and and he helped our team, which was pretty cool. Uh, Liam Banks and Ryan Power on the Syracuse team that won, uh, two obviously phenomenal players. Um, Going on to the news and the updates in, in the youth league, the Intermountain Lacrosse, I Am Lax, has released their guidelines for having lacrosse this spring, which I think is pretty awesome. It's, you know, a couple tweaks here and there. Uh, I think for me the biggest thing that stood out is that there's going to be no face-offs. Um, for those who have girls in high school, this isn't going to be anything of a shock because they do the they do no face-offs in the Super 7s league in the fall. And, and I personally think it's great, especially – uh, considering the circumstances, especially in tournament games, you know, uh, instead of having a face-off in, in a tournament-style game, you can just pick it up out of the net, take it, uh, and, and go. And so I think, considering all things considered, this is a great move for I Am Lax to not have the face-offs. Um, love to hear your opinion, though. Uh, either reply or, or put a note in the comment or reach me on Twitter about if you think face-offs uh, are a good idea or not. Um, at the high school league, uh, excuse me, at the high school level, the I am lax teams that were originally set this year are going to have like a little mini tournament. And so there's nine teams, um, out of the 12 that were in it who are going to play starting not this weekend, but the next, um, they'll kind of have some pool play type type things and then kind of go into a, a mini tournament, maybe one game. It's not hundred percent yet. Kind of still working out the details, um, the UHSA teams are considered club teams now. And so anything that a coach does would be considered club. The schools obviously have nothing to do with it. And so it looks like a bunch of those schools are practicing and they're, they're uh, going to scrimmage each other. On the girls' side, I'm hearing that they're going to try to put together a seven-on-seven league. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Any feedback would be awesome. Uh, I, I teased it in the intro, but the PLL, there was an article in a New York newspaper where a PLL player said that he thought Utah was one of the locations that the PLL is considering to host their championship series. Now, 
know anything about it, you know, probably New York and, and Florida are out. Um, and so Utah actually becomes a great spot in my, in my mind. You say, well, what about Denver? What about some of these other cities? Well, uh, Colorado has a ton of COVID cases right now. Um, you look at some of these other cities and, and the fact that they have tons of fans could be seen as a downside because those fans would be coming out and trying to, to get access to the players. And so I think I think having a small across community uh, here actually is a is a benefit. You know, obviously, um, let's say there's 10,000 people in the state who love lacrosse, and that's that's very small compared to other other states. And so they could kind of come here, uh, kind of have a homey feel to it. But also, if you take away the fans, which they'll be doing because they were not allowing fans. We're a great place to have an event. Uh, our facilities are top-notch. It, it would likely be at Rio Tinto and using sort of the Rio Salt Lake facilities, um, the ones in Harriman as well. Uh, it's, uh, Utah is easy to travel in, both in terms of commuting and getting here. Uh, we have a low amount of COVID cases compared to other states. Our health systems are awesome in, in, the, in the event that a player did get uh, COVID. And so I think it's a great place to hold an event, you know, Park City potentially has avenues to uh, hold hold uh, events up there as well, you know, which would be enticing for the players. You know, rather than getting stuck in some city in Florida, they're coming to Utah where where they could spend time in the mountains and in, and in Park City and just have a great experience here overall. So I think it's a great move if the PLO were to come here. Uh, a couple other news and notes, a couple of articles um, that uh, local papers have published. Uh, Paul Carcateri, ESPN analyst, interviewed Bubba Fairman on Twitter. It's a four-tweet series, so be sure to look at all those. And then uh, finish off the issue with the senior spotlights. Uh, if you have any questions, don't feel free to reach out, Tim, at timhaslam.com. And uh, we'll see you next week.